podcast world. What's up? Welcome back to the Ball Out with ENK, the third episode of season two. We hope you're having a lovely week this week. We certainly are. Kyra's mother's back in town. And uh, I'm awake at 5.30 a.m. in the morning to do this podcast. So, <laughs> wow. That's that's how we feel right now. Kyra, um, how is your life? It's funny that, like, Emily's awake at 5.30. And I'm awake at, like, it's 8.30 for me. But I'm the one who's acting so tired and complaining when I know I feel like Emily went to bed at, like, 1231 and woke up at five so I'll check my privilege in terms of like <laughs> no I'm just I, I'm I'm definitely very tired and I wish I was still in my bed but um I'm not I I, I feel like if I were to act like I'm still in, or wanting to be in bed it would make it even worse so I just I'm acting like I'm very excited <laughs> nice we're yeah. excited to be here god mm-hmm. um and we're facing some fun topics for this one mm-hmm. starting out with the New England Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, um, as you guys might have known or heard, he is being tra- oh being charged for being a part of an investigation when it comes to prostitution. Honestly, like when I found this and I put this on like the suggested topics, the first thought I had is there any was is there anything that the New England Patriots won't do to cut corners? My point being deflate gate. Just everything. They're always how does, how does prostitution have to do with the flake? Cutting, I'm saying cutting corners. It was it's mainly a joke because it's cutting corners to get like sex easier. Oh, I got it. Yeah, got it. so I'm saying like, oh, it's on brand for him, you know. It, oh, then, that's a weird way to put it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thought I had. I was like, on brand. Caught other thing on brand. Tom Brady, we know you're there too. Just kidding. Honestly, okay. I don't know. Tom Brady. Tom Brady seems a little too. This is the quickest tangent. He seems a little too clean cut for me. If that came out about Tom Brady, I'd be like, makes sense. You know, like, makes sense. Or maybe that's um, just. Yeah. You never know. There's a lot of stuff you don't know about people behind closed doors. So maybe it's just his brand. He might be the funniest and, you know, I don't know, like not clean cut dude that you could ever think of but I don't think he is he I mean at his age for him to still be performing like this and people say that his routine is like he has to be slut he has he he this is also the quickest tangent but he's on a paleo diet all the time or or some crazy diet all the time and whenever he sleeps it has to be at a certain temperature and he is like wrapped up in a cocoon is he like a, is he like a mummy or is he, is he like when he goes to sleep, is it like a museum where he's like, okay, good night, Giselle. And then they just preserve him. <laughs> Might be that. <laughs> Can they just preserve him? Yes, probably. <laughs> anyway, back to the prostitution. Um, when you said, okay, when you said, you don't know, like he has a great performance for a second. I thought you were talking about this owner, but um, yeah, basically yeah, he, got... hmm? mm, I said, try again. Okay, whatever. Mm. I think that was funny. Either way, when you said he's having performances, is yes, I'm sticking to it. I thought you were talking about this owner in terms of him trying to get prostitutes. Either way, that's like just not a good look. I mean, I feel like when it comes to like, if you like hear more about people who like make a lot of money, they like are people who just have like dumb money and don't know what to do with it. They they do prostitutes, and that's like I feel like that's just kind of a normal thing that happens sometimes. But I think it's just the worst look when you get caught for it because it's just like, oh, this is going to be all over the news. Either way, so my question for you, Emily, is one, because I don't know how this stuff plays out. 
I'm like wondering what does this, how does this affect the Patriots? If he's found guilty, well, he'll, he'll probably have to sell it, right? No. And also, he won't. No. Okay, so when he had to, okay, so when that um other that basketball owner who was caught saying racist things by his girlfriend about a um, magic. Johnson, he was forced to sell. I guess that was a point of discussion. So, like, I guess you're not forced to sell even if you're... Okay, like, the thing is this. There's a difference. I, I Personally, personally, um, prostitution is illegal like gambling is illegal. Um, prostitution is legal in, if I'm not mistaken, still legal in Nevada. Um, yes, it so is. So, it's like a form of, like, trade, if you will, um and or commerce i guess racism is like it's like intolerable prostitution is just like whether you find it like you know whether you think that it should be legal or not um so it's illegal in florida people commit crimes um so no i don't think he will get taken down and i'm sure i am sure these other owners out there are doing the same thing in order for 100% in order for an owner to be um like um uh, i guess denou- or in order for an owner to to have to step down cuz they technically own the team like they own this is their team like they own it like the only way that would happen is one, if this is like, I'm sure if, if this is hurting their brand and they are actually losing money, which I know for a fact because he's doing prostitution, the Patriots fans aren't going to leave the Patriots, okay? Like, <laughs> they're not going to lose all the 11 championships or however many they have with Tom Brady because of this. Um, That'd be like funny if they're like, well, no, I can't support this anymore. I've been going years strong with this team, but right now, prostitution, trying to buy sex, mm-mm, no way. Right, I mean, and then we all know, like, these dudes, like, this is just somebody, people have it out for the Patriots because people don't like them, so it's like, the moment it's like, yes, the Patriots do something really, like, actually, like, Deflategate was like, oh, well, he didn't do it, he said he did do it, or he didn't do it, but da da it was just, like, a lot of gray area that, like, you couldn't really say whether or not someone did it, I guess, Um, but then... With this, it's just like, oh, we're going to find a reason. We've been just been finding a reason to try to make the Patriots look bad. So this is the, the opportunity. But you know for a fact these other these other owners are out here doing probably the same thing. What he did was he went to this massage parlor in, uh, uh. in, in Florida. He has a house in Palm Beach. And uh, it was it's, what's funny is the way they phrased it, at least on CNN, was like he, solic- he went twice, uh, two days in a row. Um, and I guess the police, I don't know if they had a tip that he was doing it or if it was more of just like they had a tip that this place was doing it, but they set up cameras within the, like, like, uh, hidden cameras within the massage parlor, um, and within the, like the actual room and also within the, uh, like the place. And the way they described what was happening, it was kind of gross. It wasn't like super descriptive, but it was just bleh. It was gross. Um, oh, was it? Was it like okay? Was it sex or was it like no. you know when people get massages and they yeah, get the happy it was ending? Like the, quote, it was like the happy ending kind of thing. Oh, okay. but it kind of so like was, oh, started so off. As, the way they described it was it started off as a happy ending. It wasn't an ending. It was just the entire thing. And so, uh. <laughs> um, and there were different like ways they were doing it. Anyway, so. Um, they solicited oh, hours before, it was like solicited hours before the, the AFC game when they were about to play the Chiefs. So I was like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is going to be a bad look if he like went to, he was in Florida, did this and like rolled up to the game late. But like he, he, or like he rolled up or he missed part of the game because of this. But it was, um, 
it was he did it like he did it a first day the day before the AFC game. Then he did it a second day, um, and then I guess like the police stopped him to like confirm that it was him. And then I guess they did like it was. This was also a part of a like it was like a prostitution ring. Like people were going to this parlor to have it done to them as well. Like, I guess I'm sure other rich people. Um, and then so he did it, and then hours after, he or no, he did it, and then he got on his private jet and went to Kansas City for the uh, game. And I was just like, well, you know, if you have a life like that. <laughs> I guess you can. <laughs> just... Okay, like, what reviews does it say about this place where it's like, yeah, I fly from here to Kansas City. Um, uh, no, no, no. Well, no, it's more of like, I mean, he, he had to be in Kansas City for AFC. There. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm saying, like, what would it be for, like, the, like, prostitution place where he's like, yeah, no, I, like, I almost missed a game because I, this place is so good. He probably, uh, the Palm Beach, you know, 1%, top point oh one percent we prob- probably know of this place, so, like, it's, yeah. it's you know. But, yeah. Imagine um, if he showed up late, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I had an important meeting, and then this comes out, and they're like, that's, this this was it? That's where I you mean, were? he didn't have to probably show up at all, because he walks that's into true. the, he's like, our team's gonna win, so it doesn't, I don't need to be there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, the low-key, or, you know, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so, no, it, it won't affect the team at all. I don't think it'll affect the team at all. Um, And, honestly, like, like I said, you you wanted to know like if the team, like it's the owner, I guess the own the owner owner only has so much power. Well, it has the owner has a lot of power. Sorry, because they actually own the team, but they they it depends on the owner. Some owners don't show up for a lot of games because the team is just like another venture for them. Like, cause they a lot of owners don't start out as NFL owners. They start out as like. Uh, CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, and then they're like, "Oh, well, I have enough money. Let me go buy a team for a billion dollars." Uh, yeah, that's where I want to be. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a side, it's like a hobby for them. It's like a side project kind of thing. When when I want, when would it be cool to get this time of year? A whole team. Let's just buy a team. Uh, people like Robert Kraft, or there's a woman named Jeannie Buss. She's the owner of the uh, Lakers. Um, there are certain teams that have, and it depends. Some ownerships are just one person. Some of them are like their quote unquote family. So like the Kraft family owns like the 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 Lakers. Uh, I'm sorry, the Patriots. The Bus family owns the Lakers, and then for the Dodgers, Guggenheim Partners owns the Dodgers. So sometimes it's conglomerates or like businesses that don't own it, and like there's part ownership within it. Um, and so you always have to have a minority owner as well. That's what Magic Johnson is for the Dodgers, um, and but but sometimes owners will make decisions for the on field stuff. Sometimes they're like laissez faire, like all right, no, I don't, I know I don't know anything about football or basketball or baseball or soccer. I'm gonna stand back. I'm just here to kind of facilitate the the business aspects and provide you all with money. But like sometimes they make they help make player decisions, which you I know, don't know um, if that's a good or bad okay. thing. And sometimes they they don't. So like, uh, Derek. Would Jeter. they be the ones that are like consulted about like, um, I don't know, when it comes to how to handle even kneeling during the anthem? Would it be like, okay, well, it's up to you if you want this to happen or not, or is it like more the coach thing? Also, the just coach is note, just like a transient person. They come in and out. The the owner owns the team. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, they're the ones. Makes sense. Did you know that? Um, do you know Rooney Mara and Kate Mara? Yeah, yeah. yeah their dad. Their they're, their family their dad owns is crazy. Them. They it's own the like their mom side. Their mom side owns the Steelers. The dad side owns the Giants. Crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. But another Empire. example of like a 
um, someone who's classic that's an owner that is making player decisions, I'm sure, is uh, Derek Jeter. He um, he owns the Marlins now. And so, obviously, as a former player, he's going to want to have some say about the baseball aspects of things. And so, now that he owns the team, he's the owner and he's 100%, you know, making on-field decisions. Anyway, that's... And that's, like, fortunate for them to do that because, like, if you have Derek Jeter... You have like one of the greats, so why not ask him? Like, hey, what do you what do you think would be the best decision in terms of players? Exactly. Um. Well, either way, like, okay, I didn't really. I just saw the like, I just saw the description. I saw prostitution, and I was like, huh, what is this? So I learned a little bit more about that. Yeah. Also, like you said, prostitution is legal in Nevada. It is like people are kind of mixed on if it should be legal everywhere or if it shouldn't. But another thing, I guess this is kind of piggybacking off of this slightly is a non-legal form of prostitution i'm tr- sorry yeah, i know you're trying to make the trick just continue I was okay. to st- it was not happening i it's was okay. like oh connect the dots as you talk and it was not happening <laughs> hosting 101 how to make a transition <laughs> it's hard continue sometimes you just gotta sometimes you just sometimes when it's like you're trying to make it's like it is related but you're trying to make that transition you're like damn this is too wordy you just gotta like say it you just gotta be like so yeah and on another subject r kelly got indicted okay (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's what i'm gonna have to do because i was like this isn't i was like i tried so hard Uh um got so far okay well another (laughs) in other news Another thing trending is that R. Kelly got indicted, which mm-hmm. basically, I don't know if you guys have been following, but I watched Surviving R. Kelly, and it's just kind of, one, if you watched it, you know this is a long time coming, because this man has been, he's been tried multiple times for, like, okay, basically, let me say what he got tried for. He got it tried for, um... Yeah, educate of, me, because I certainly, I, I've been following that people have been freaking out about it, but I definitely have not been following it closely. It's insane. I feel like I'm not even going to pick up, like, 98% of the stuff that he's done. But basically what's been going on with R. Kelly and what came out with surviving R. Kelly is he this man's basically running, like, a little freaking um, cult, kind of, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And he has used basically what he's done. R. Kelly was one of the biggest, like, performers, artists. He's still very, like, we all know his songs. We all sing his songs. But, like, in the 90s, he was the guy. Like, consider... I don't know someone of his level because it was art. Okay, yeah. Know. Yeah. Don't sing it. <laughs> I started singing it earlier and my friends were like, oh, I don't think we can sing this anymore. Yeah. Basically, right. um, he was he was just the guy, you know, like we all know his songs. We all know his things. And he used that power that he gained because he was huge to like kind of get like fans or people who were super fans loving him, devoted to him. And he like manipulated so many of his like young fans and also like adults but he manipulated like young girls and like made them like basically fall in love with him and it's like you have to like to watch it to understand the like layers of manipulation it's very cult like it kind of goes in terms of like their devotion is on par with the people who were like devoted to charles manson where they're like he can do no wrong he tells me what to do and it was so creepy because this is like a known person and he basically he like he used his he used his power he used his star power and manipulated these young girls he would have like girls who were like 16 17 um who he'd like meet and like their parents their parents would allow it to happen which is really gross or some parents wouldn't like one mom went into like the um apart the hotel where he would keep like like 
so many girls and she was like demanding that she got her daughter back it was that intense but like he would meet with them and sometimes their parents would be there and like well you say of course but some people just let this happen or be like oh they're a lost cause and then it would end up where like he would like have sex sexual relationships with them and they're younger underage um he would it would get to the point where he kind of controlled what they did like he would say when they were allowed to pee like it was a slow manipulation but it got to the point where he's like you're not allowed to eat until i say you can eat you're not allowed to pee until i say you can pee and like the crazy and the crazy thing is okay let me go further he also used his um position to manipulate like artists like we all know Aaliyah. He basically was her mentor or, like, helped with her music. And when she was 16 or, like, very, very young, like, maybe even younger, they would be, like, matching, going to events. Like, he'd always be there. And then they ended up getting married. Like, and according to how the situation happened where they got married, someone who was in the room who had to be the witness said she looked very scared but also was just, like, like letting it happen because she was, like, a young girl. And, um... And it got indicted because you're not allowed to marry someone that young without right. their parents. Right. And, but it was still insane. And then, like, also we know about, like, the whole P video. So, basically, like, R. Kelly has just done a crazy laundry list of things. And, like, the insane part is that everyone knew about it. Like, P- artists who worked with him, they all knew this was going on. Like, we all, yeah. like we've all heard from time to yeah, time th- crazy yeah. stories. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's my number so, one thing. Any continue, continue. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up, but, like, we all, like, everyone knew, but he never got, like, he never got, like, I mean, he got, went to court, but he's never been arrested for it, and, like, even, like, one of his victims said, like, during the Me Too movement, he was, like, they thought that he was gonna be the first one to go down, because he's done so much, and, like, also his, like, really quick, I'm sorry, some of his songs, if you listen to them, it is messed up, and it really relates to exactly what he's been doing. Like, my mind's telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. And then, like, there was another song that was about someone that he, like, apparently raped and, like, had a child and miscarriage. And, like, even just, like, songs that you really think are, like, oh, like, this is such a soulful, loving song. It really was, like, messed up. And it's just crazy because he called himself the Pied Piper, or he has a song called the Pied Piper. Ooh, and if you know the story of the Pied Piper, I know, I know. Don't worry, we'll get... Um, if you know the story of the Pied no, Piper... No, there's another reason. Do you know... I don't think you know why I said that. BTS? Oh, shit. <laughs> yes? Yeah, we talked about this. Don't oh, worry, we'll shit. get into it. <laughs> but, um, he called himself the Pied Piper because basically <laughs> the Pied Piper um, lure, uses music to lure little children to him. And like take them and eventually kill them, but um, it's just kind of it's crazy. Oh, and I didn't so, know that was the original story. I don't know. It was like I don't know if they died. Like I know that the actually one of what they do die because when I was in my school play, I played played one of the children that died. But like it is like using music to lure, lure people to them, and so like it's just insane because that's what he did, and it's and him getting indicted it came off of the basis of surviving R. Kelly. It came off of like everyone getting kind of like. Everyone knew what would happen, but I think this film, or, like, watching this, and, like, the new, like, kind of, like, air going around about people being um, put, held responsible for what they're doing, um, that kind of all came together. It came with, like, a little outrage and, like, you know, the Me Too and everyone being like, this is not okay. How has this been going on for so long? And he finally got indicted. He finally was, like, he's now... He was supposed to bail recently, and everyone says that Erica Badu was the one, supposedly the one who posted his bail, and people were very upset about that. 
because there's she still people something who support about, it. She did something a little bit like ridiculous last year too. The uh, Hitler thing. The Hitler thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, she said on um quicker tangent she said on um a tweet she was like she's talking about r kelly but it was kind of on the same basis where she's like i can love anyone like i could love hitler she was like i just i'll support you unconditionally i love you i pray for you i'm here for you and you're like okay that's fine but like to love someone i get it but like for someone to be manipulating just so many people and like just like taking advantage of so many people and using their power over so many people that's kind of like a disgusting person like what about the victims are you praying for them or are you annoyed that they're talking see that's the thing with you know with if you're a christian like you learn to literally the bible and you know what the guy you know this is not a this is not a church lesson guys for the people who are listening like god damn it we can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> not that but uh, seriously though like people like the bible teaches like to forgive people and to love you know uh, you know god's children and all that stuff so like if you're living by the bible then you know in some way like what she's saying has truth like it, it i mean you can interpret the bible however you want to but like literally a lot of i mean you go to church people say forgive like forgive 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 god forgives you for everything you do so like forgive others because like people I- I mean that but it's also like your interpretation like I see it as like that so I'm like okay well I can see why she's saying that because if she's Christian that's what they tell you to do I'm not saying I feel the exact same way like I'm not gonna say that I feel like he's a good person but I see why she's saying that and why she might think that with that though I'm thinking of like it's so the concept of forgive I get that like that is something that you're taught but also, like, you're also taught that if you do something wrong, you'll be damned to hell, you know? So it's like, oh, are you forgiven if you're going to hell, which is also a concept in Christianity? And also, when it comes to that, I think that nature of forgiving and, like, people using that to, like, I think that creates a bad climate sometimes where it's like, oh, you can do, like, I'm forgiven by the Lord. And, like, if you you can even see that playing out in, like, well, you forget you know, what's you going on with, like, with, like priests and things that's coming out now where well, it's yeah. just kind of like where it's people will be like, oh, or it's like a weird, it's such a weird in between. And this isn't like the subject that we're going for, but like it's, it's such a weird, murky, like, I don't know. I mean, Erica Vodou can do what she wants. I personally He's pleading think, not guilty, you know. I, I know, but he pleaded not guilty when there was a tape of him peeing on a girl that was obviously him. So like, I mean, this man, this man doesn't know how to read. So like, literally, like, I don't know, we'll figure this out. He also doesn't have money. That's what his lawyer said. He has, he didn't have money to post bail. He doesn't have money to like go through trial, to go through all this. Sure, he's on his side. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't have money. Sorry, guys. Oh, oh. Aren't you supposed to be representing Doesn't have any money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but, or you can't post. Anyway, um, but, I just um, want to anyway, say before, I... oh. wait, before we continue, you said Pied Piper, the song. BTS does have a song called Pied Piper. And it's not, it's like, it's a mix. It's like, do your homework, stop focusing on us, but also, I will, like, hypnotize you kind of thing. It's a weird song. Continue, though. But I just don't want to say that, that it's, I... go ahead. I, no, we can get into this because that's my question for you. I thought about that actually when I heard about the song or heard about the phrase. Mm. Um, my main question is like basically, and we kind of talked about this before, but I wanted to like kind of get more into it. 
Ari Holly, like, the reason he was able to control all these girls is because he had, like, he used his power. He used his stance. And, like, when it comes to standing, there, it's such a crazy concept because, like, when you're a fan of someone so passionately, sometimes that just means that you build communities, you, like, really follow it, and it's just something that you relate to. But it also can kind of go overboard. And, like, my question for you is, well, do you think that there's a – do you think that sometimes people can go too far or that it is used too far or like what is yes. the middle ground and yeah. how, what is like, let's, what is your opinion on standing? Stand uh, well, culture. I think I, well, I think as someone who quote unquote stands a group already, and I hate when I, I, I was, when I first heard this phrase, I was like, I don't want to say that I stand. I'm just Do you know what it's about? Me. Do you know what stands about? Me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have- basically. Really well, quick. I feel yeah, like you've stand- explained this. On the podcast? Yes, you've explained this. Okay. Because I remember I was like, oh, that's what it means. Okay, so we all know. Yeah. So yes, Eminem stands. Go back to listen to our other podcasts to understand what stands are. Yes. Where it comes from. But it's not um, it, It's not an old term. It's pretty new, I guess. It relative. kind of has a negative connotation with the original exactly. thing about it. But people reappropriated it and turned it into like a standing fan culture. I still Continue. feel like Stan like makes me sound like very intense. Um, so I don't like I stand this. I stand yeah. yeah, like I only stand. So when I talk to people, I'm like I only stand BTS. But uh, yeah, even saying that, I'm like <laughs> um, I don't stand other K-pop groups. I just anyway. So I, I appreciate them. Anyway, so either way, um, from my observance and uh, within the BTS army or even just observing other K-pop fans, um, yes, I think it can get. Um, Yes, I think it can get out of hand um, in a number of ways, whether it's subtle, like, uh, you know, even though I do appreciate other K-pop groups, um, I see, you know, certain fan um, that say you shouldn't stand other groups. And if you do, like, you're not ARMY or like, you're not really like, it's like you're a multi-fandom where like, you know, they, it's like an us versus them kind of mentality. Um, they also, like, I mean, obviously there's a thing called fan wars that start because you think your group that you stand is way better than the other group and it can get nasty. Um, and I think that, I mean, you have right here, like, Nikki fans texting Cardi B with elaborate ways they wish to kill a child. 100% K-pop, uh, is, I, I, I will say, like, on, like, K-pop is way more intense and that's kind of stuff happens, like, a lot and I'm not saying just with like BTS fans but like all the fandoms people get so really? protective people get so protective over and the reason why certain fans like who are just quote unquote stands of a certain group um, are so protective is because like they because when you buy albums and when you stream songs and you watch the music videos you literally see you literally see your idol quote unquote your idol's life improve so if you're spending money on a bunch of different groups they're like you're not spending as much money as you can on your one group so you don't really support them um so but when you're spending all your money on them you're only supporting them you want to see them do better so like you are literally seeing them improve because of the money that you're putting into them um and, and then there's a difference between group standing and then there's solo stands. Like, group stands, like BTS ARMY, 
don't like people who only stand one person within the group. There are people who can't stand the rest of the group, but they only will pay attention to one person and will like trash talk the rest of the group. Sorry, I'm using ARMY as this example. It could be EXO as well, like, or, you know, SF9, whatever. But they can only, they will only like that one. There was a, so I posted this video on my Instagram the other day and someone like, uh, commented a random per i don't even know who they had patrick star as their icon and they were like um they did we did like a fan chant at the end of the speech and they were like um why did you only say this member's name and then the group's name because you have to say all the members names and i was like oh like um yeah we know the fan chant it just got like uncoordinated like we know what we're talking about and she was like oh okay i just wanted to make sure there weren't any solo stands on the stage and i was like see that's like, like that's so in- what <laughs> that's so intense i like i know it's like it's just like I know with BTS, I think that's the one where at least through you I found out that it's a more organized version of standing. And it's like very when it comes organized. to and like which is very intense. But like even like you guys use the phrase army and I guess it's when it comes to like We didn't create that phrase, by the way. I know okay, but like you guys but you you will use it to describe like I'm part of an army. But like the thing is, like when it comes to um even like with the R. Kelly thing and how he like had his fans and how he like kind of manipulated it. And I guess it's based on how the artist uses it, but people like and like sometimes the artists just kind of sit back and people their fan their fandom creates a whole mind of their own. And but and sometimes people will like tweet something and like know that they have like these people. They literally like I got shooters, meaning like I got like major fans that will like die, ride for me and die for me and like tweet all this shit for me. And so they'll like use that little power to kind of send like a little mob or something to whoever they want you can think of like the whole Nicki Minaj versus Cardi B thing or even like it's just insane because everyone has a little like a whole a group of people that will ride for them even Beyonce like when Lemonade came out they searched out this girl and got Rachel Ray mixed up with Rachel Roy and like just blew up her Instagram like a freak to the, like sending bee emojis and being like I'm gonna find you bitch you're not worth anything and it's kind of like it I think that's where it, it's dedication and it's something that you it's someone that you support like you said you want them to do well you want you're really dedicated and like all for it I think BTS in terms of what I've heard at least I haven't really been in like I've had my own fandoms like I'm a huge like I'm really into, like, I don't know. I was really into Harry Potter. I wasn't, like, intent. It was pretty intense, honestly. I, like, knew all this stuff, but it wasn't like I was going to things for Going to, like, a bunch of things for it. Mm. But Or, like, even One Direction. Like, we used to, like, there was, like, one day where we literally tracked down their bus. Because ah! I was, like, a huge fan of them. Dang, dang. Smells good. <laughs> Expose us. We tracked down their bus. That can be a story later Yo, on. Yo, we like, tracked down their bus, and we ended up finding five seconds of summer. And then we were, like... <laughs> Who blew up, honestly. Who blew up, and we're... Every the, time I hear them, yes. I was like, we thought they weren't anything. We're like, this yes. is five seconds of summer? No. What? We were standing we're right dry. outside their bus in Buckhead, Atlanta, and we were like, who is five seconds of summer? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And then now, five years later, we're like, oh, well... I guess we should have known. <laughs> Whoever's like been there. One of their so- I feel like we used one of their songs in the intro. So, like, but yeah, no, also, like, quickest tangent, like, I remember, like, and this kind of shows dedication towards fans or, like, just how you become so obsessed with, like, a group because this happened to me. So, like, you get swept up in it. We found where One Direction was staying and they were singing oh, the yeah. Ritz Carlton. And we were ridiculous because we we're like, maybe we'll just get a hotel in the Ritz Carlton and just figure and, like, find them. We're disgusting and, um, people. Oh. I know. So, like, I'm saying we've gone this far and like the thing is like 
And, like, I remember one time we were, like, outside because the people in the hotel were, like, nope, you, I'm sorry, you can't be in here. And, um, what happened? Oh, yeah, Zane walked by. Someone, like, we were, like, across the street of, like, a very busy street in Atlanta. And in the parking lot, like, Zane and Louie came by with their, like, security guard to go to their bus. And someone, and also, mind you, Zane and Louie are my now least favorite. I also least favorite at the time. Zane was not really my favorite. But, like, someone's going, oh, my God, they're Zane. And then I completely blacked out. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. I completely blacked out. Next thing I know, I'm right behind him, which is kind of like a Piper thing where I'm just like, what's happening? Oh, I'm here now. And, like, I think that's, like, it's crazy. Like, you can get so swept up in it. And, like, it just overtakes you. It literally overtook me because I was, like, I remember just being, like, black. Like, I just remember appearing behind him. I was, like, I don't remember moving how did i get here (laughs) no but before we tried to find them like someone was on twitter and they were like where are they they're like i'm not gonna tell you but i'll give you a hint and it was just like our friend our friend was texting her friend who's Mm -hmm. not a good friend who Mm -hmm. knew where one who knew where it wasn't even one direction she was so fake it was five seconds of summer and she was like hey so where are they she's like i'm with them right i'm with at their bus right now and she was like where are they and she's like i'll give you a hint and it was like a coffee cup it was like, like, are coffee. We, are we i'm like are we at the, are, is this lord of the rings right now are we going on a quest i'm sorry what <laughs> oh dude dude i'm telling you there's just because uh, they will uh yeah you know i i you know you know i'm not even gonna you can't criticize people because you know you never know what they'll get and you know that's what i feel um but, but... like basically like oh my only last thing with that is like even like in terms of just like that one little interaction where i completely blacked out i was like oh my god where they go i go completely don't even know how that decision happened because it was zane i don't care about zane if it was harry i'd be like okay makes sense zane was like my least favorite of the group but i just loved one direction but like imagine if you have that devotion and then some also, we, like, experience a lot with fan culture. I just remember some stuff from that day. But um, imagine if you had that dedication yeah. and then some, and you just truly, truly love someone, and then the person, knowing they have this hold on you, was like, come with me. You know? Like, it's so, like, what R. Kelly did, he, like, knew that he understood the dedication and devotion, and, like, he kind of used it where he's like, I want you, and I know you'll let me have you, and I know that I can control you. And I'm going to do this so slowly and so calmly that you're not even going to know what's happening. You're just going to think it's a luxury to be in my presence and you're honored to be around me because you love me. And it's just so insane. Because, like, honestly, Perry Styles was like, come with me right now. I'd be like, okay, bye, Emily. Bye, Simone. I'll see ya. I don't think it. Stan culture at its best. I'm going to drop you all. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. I don't think I've joined a cult for it, but still, like, it's insane. And, like... Oh my god, do you remember that girl who pretended to be Liam's girlfriend to get in? Yes. People wow. are crazy. <laughs> this girl that we met at the thing, she pretend she got backstage because she told everyone she was Danielle Peaser, who was Liam girlfriend Liam's girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And she met Harry and he gave her a hug and it's just like, what the hell? like what is this? Imagine like also knowing that you have fans like that and you don't want that control and you're like, people are crazy. And but you I'm can't doing you can't things. you can't ever speak out up against them, really. Um, yeah, because like some people I know do, but then you can't really do that. Cause like, then you're like alienating the people that support you. And I don't know. So like, it's a weird, and I feel bad for some people. I know BTS fans, there's a little, there's a term for people that are like stalkers or like insane stalkers. They're called sasangs and they just like, they will go the lengths of different ways to find and be around them. And, 
Um, just my, uh, it's an all, there's a, there's a saucing that, um, talk about a solo stan. Um, there was a girl that this is like coins, coins, the, the reason why people think kind of K-pop fandoms are very intense, um, for a group called TVXQ that was back. That was like one of the first generation, like K-pop groups. Um, they, it's this fan poisoned one of the members drinks and sent him to the hospital because she didn't want him to like succeed within the group. Like she, she thought, what? Yeah. So a girl poisoned his drink. Oh yeah. I think that's <laughs> this the only... is why people actually need security. Oh yeah. That's literally for sure. why they're like, for sure. I, it's so funny when you watch videos, but when people are trying to get near BTS, these bodyguards will swipe the fuck out. It's so funny. Um, no, like, if you, even if you think about like, I think I mentioned this in the run like, if you think about it, like, people go crazy lens. Like, if you think of, like, how John Lennon ended up dying. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I meant. I thought I said John Legend for a second. Yeah, John, John Lennon. Lennon. And, like, it was basically someone who was, I believe, I remember reading this. I, and, like, I was really, I he was, like, a fan of the Beatles. And then he became obsessed. And then he read, like, Catcher in the Rye. And he read Catcher in the Rye and took it as, like, you need to kill this guy. And it's, like, basically just obsession can be taken to such limbs where like it just gets mixed up in your head especially if you have like mental like if any mental anything people can just change things around and he like basically went to yeah he went to a book signing and then shot him and it's just like the distance people go i remember like even like i don't know every person has a story like on like carpool karaoke nick jonas was talking about how someone like hid in the back of his trunk no so that so that they could get to him and they were like, what is happening? What's I mean, that's going what happened on with right Sandra now? Bullock. Like, there was a guy, she came home, and there was a guy in her shower and, like, had oh. pictures of her. And I, I think about that all the time. I swear. Oh, that's so terrifying. Right? Right? Um. Anyway, so, I mean, that's, I mean, here's the thing. You, these, that's the thing. <laughs> BTS, or BTS, you know, they preach, like, you know, dream and, you know, do whatever you want with your life and, like, visualize things and, like, this is what's happening with these fans. They're like, you know what? You say that we can get wherever we want, and we saw how you got, so I'm about to visualize the hell out of this. <laughs> but, you know, that'll leave us for, you know, next week's topic, which is about visualizing, because these fans uh, clearly are visualizing, or trying to at least visualize themselves with uh, BTS. Um, or, you know, G-Friend. Or I'm just going to name other groups, because I feel like if someone finds this, they're like, yeah, this is passing ARMY. Excuse me, I am ARMY. I'm just, this is the examples that I see around me all the time, so I'm the sorry. The intensity of how she has to, like, write this all off. I remember when you gave your, like, award speech, they were like, you didn't thank everyone, or you didn't say this. They, they were like, you didn't say that ARMY is different ages, races, colors, genders, and I was like, Ugh. I'm sorry I didn't have 40 minutes, man. My You're bad. Like, I, I'm sorry, I wasn't winning. I, it wasn't my award. <laughs> it wasn't my <laughs> award, exactly. And they but, um, specifically, anyway, so, but yeah. yes, they can visualize this. I'm going to visualize R. Kelly in prison, so see it happen. Okay, R. Kelly, have fun with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, now it's time for my tailgate invitee. Kyra's going to be like, oh, gross. But again, you're going to like, you're going to feel stupid for feeling that way, Kyra, um, because my tailgate invitee is the dodo. And if you don't know what the dodo is, it's the, uh, it's if you go on Facebook, it's more you find it on Facebook and your mom or someone tags you in it. But basically, um, it's like this animal, like feel good okay. medium. Um, and yeah, you're probably like, what? 
I, I just like, like what the heck? if I had the, to the Saints bird. No, <laughs> if I had to invite a medium, it would be the dodo because they share these feel good stories about animals that um, I thoroughly enjoy watching. And I also like it because um, this, you know, uh, I guess catalyzes my every two month um, trying to become a vegan because I see these things and they're like, oh, this is. Lulu, the cow that's coming from the dairy farm, and this is Ugh. her first time being in grass. And you're like, oh, God, I can't do this. I have to be a vegan. And then it lasts for two hours. Um, and Here's my thoughts that. on, like, that, though. When I, I'm like, do I want to go vegan? I'm like, animals eat animals. You know, like, I'm just going to have to go with that. But, like, I yes, just, they are uh, cute, But animals and don't eat animals. They don't, they don't cage them up and, like, torture them. They don't do that. I think it's just, like, that's why you have to, like, when it comes to what you're eating, like, I always try to go for, you know, like, grass, like, you know, like, treated well animals, because, one, if your animal's, like, this is a whole tangent, but if an animal's, like, basically put in cages, like, like, stuffed with steroids, then it's not good for them, it's sad for them, and it's not good for you, it's not good for anything, it's not the, like, natural process of eating food, or, like, even, like, experience, or, like, the circle of life. Um, so when it comes to that, it's just like, I'd rather be like, go like, you know, support your local farmers, support like places where you know where it came from and you know that the animals are treated well. It can be more expensive, but it also is good for the animals and all, all of it. It's good for you and, too. Yeah. It's ultimately good yeah. for you. Um, My dad worked on a farm. My dad grew up on a farm. So I definitely like, I'm like support the local farmers and like also good for you. Good for them. But yes, whenever I see a cute animal, if I see a, a cow experience grass for the first time and they jump up and down. I definitely die a little inside, and I want to hug those cows. Yeah, if there's one cause that I know I could really get down with, and I donated to uh, a few months ago, it's what like is it? Animals, or just like supporting, like I'm like, there's just a level of innocence that you know that they're always gonna have. Exactly, animals never. I literally was talking about that when it comes to dogs. I'm like, they never sin. So if you see a dog in the movie, they never were supposed to be there. Like, if with a human, you understand that, like, humans are complex characters, and, like, they're, like, kind of where It's like when you cry where a kid dying versus when, it, like, you see an adult die where you're like, oh, that's sad. But, like, if you see this kid, you're like, wow, you didn't have a chance. You were just a little innocent person there. And, like, if you see a dog die, you're like, buddy, no, don't ever do that to me. This thing was just cute and freaking went to, oh, God. Yeah, it's yeah. just like people will grow up and learn horrible things about the world and sin in different ways. Yeah, and dogs, animals never do or never, you know, know what they're doing, really. They're just companions. I, I'm literally, I think it's because I'm on my period, but even the thought of dogs dying in in movies right now is making me sad. <laughs> it's yeah. cool. I'm good. No, we're good. We're good. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all that we have for this podcast. It was a good discussion. Um, if you have any topics, um, and you know, uh, I guess d- ideas that you want us to talk about, please let us know. You can let us know at the ball out at, no, sorry, at the ball out W E K on Twitter. Um, we do polls. We're actually more active on social media there now. So, um, and you can also follow us on, uh, Instagram and Twitter. I am at E M I H A Y D E L on both platforms. Kyra is where's Kyra W H E R E S K Y R A on Twitter. And then, uh, at Kai Simi. So at Kai K Y underscore S E M I on Instagram. So, um, 
We would love to hear your thoughts. Um, we know you 40 listeners out there. You guys are listening to us, so can you just interact? Thank you. Anyway, uh, you got anything else, Kyra? Uh, no, that is good. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. See you next week. Yes, yeah, see you next week. Bye.